You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, love, relationships, all things modern culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang, coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia for this episode and those sounds that you hear in the background are cars because I am doing my high tech I'm out of my closet and I am recording in a vehicle on Beaufort Highway in Atlanta Georgia and joining me this week I'm so so excited this is one of the best reasons to be in Atlanta is to hang out with my friend June Lee what's up June Hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Atlanta. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, welcome back. I love it. Yes, it's <laughs> nice, hot, and humid. Yeah, we're we're struggling. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm in like a sauna room right now. You are this is, um, purging we're, our we're pores. Getting, yes, we're 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 exfoliating. We're getting our pores and everything. So this is going to be very useful. Uh huh. So this is a cleanse um, <laughs> episode. Two in one. <laughs> <laughs> Multifaceted. Yeah. Uh, so this week. Um, I'm just here with my guest. Last week was a solo episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for everybody's uh, comments and things about opportunity costs. Love that it's been sparking some some thoughts in people's heads about the choices that they're making, whether that be about career or relationships. Um, and if you are new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Uh, I switch it up. In my episode, sometimes I got a guest and sometimes I don't. And this week, I am really excited because I wanted to talk to June about his life and his perspective on FOMO. Mm. Because it's a it's a, not an idea, it's a reality yes, yes. that comes up so much. Um, I'm a tiny bit older than June, but let's face it, we're all like struggling to, to keep our social media accounts alive. Yes, and live our lives with our friends mm. and try to... I don't know, be a human while we get alerts all the time and while we're hustling to, you know, do well in our careers, maintain relationships, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So that's our topic for this week. I hope you all are ready because June is an incredibly insightful person, but he's also incredibly funny. (laughs) Thank you. So because he's a comedian. So (laughs) that's like that's like my short intro. June, do you want to introduce yourself to the listeners? Where yeah. you come from Yeah, yeah, yeah um, So uh, my name is Jun Lee um, I was born in Guam That's like my go-to fun fact um, I lived there for about four years And then I moved to Atlanta, Georgia And I've been here for, yeah, over over 20 years now So Atlanta's home um, AT Alien I love, yes, 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 yes I love Atlanta <laughs> Atlanta's home And um, yeah, just a little bit about me I am um, <clears throat> currently a content creator So I, I like to make... Um, Comedy videos on Instagram primarily, um, YouTube, Facebook, all that jazz, and which are hilarious. Thank you, thank you. So I, I impersonate uh, Korean moms, Asian moms. So that's like my little tidbit that I do. Um, but yeah, also like an actor and slash MC, just trying to make it in the entertainment industry, I suppose. So, Not you yeah. suppose you I is suppose. you are, <laughs> and yeah. So June and I got connected through collaboration, yes. and I met you at Collaboration Atlanta show in June of last year. Yeah, that was one of the best nights of my life. I rave about Atlanta. I mean, I've come here a few times before that, but that night was really significant just because I got to see so much talent, mm-hmm. and um, June was 
a host. I emceed a large portion that night, but you emceed the freestyle competition. Yes, yes, yes. And you broke it down. He's quite a dancer. <laughs> like, you can scroll through my Instagram feed, find that video because I posted it. Yes, you did. Um, but anyways, you know, the lives that we are leading are a little unique in the fact that we are in the entertainment industry, right? right. But regardless, I think anybody who's who's pursuing anything— right knows the feeling and not even pursuing anything but just living yeah, yeah. Um, understands the concept and the feeling of FOMO living fear of in 2018 right. anyone that's alive in 2018 exactly pretty much so first of all June yes how would you rate your your regular like experience of FOMO do you think that you're in a place in life where you experience it like heavily or, because it's a goal in life. I'm over 30, right? Like, right. I'm trying to make that not a thing. So, <laughs> I don't... Scale 1 to 10. To be honest, I don't know if anyone... Uh-huh. Maybe, well, for me, at least, uh-huh. can ever be at, like, a zero. Right. Never not having FOMO. This podcast right? is to make you feel okay. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> we're... <laughs> you know, we're... And the thing is, like, uh, for me... I think I'm in a place currently where I'm I'm doing better. Good. I used to be like very bad. That was actually um, a big insecurity of mine. Okay. FOMO was um, a big thing that I really, really struggled with my whole life. Where I just, you know, as the definition says, I felt the need that I had to be everywhere. And anytime I wasn't invited or, or just saw s- someone else having fun when I wasn't. Yeah. You know, it just, yeah, it, all of that that comes with it. and I'm, Eats away at exactly, you, right? And I'm finally, uh, slowly becoming okay with it. Um, but there are obviously some situations where it's like, man, I would much rather be there or like, they're so lucky. They're mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. You know, their life must be amazing. Right. Know, et cetera. Which feeds into uh, last week I talked about opportunity costs, like you giving up the benefit of something by cho- making a choice. Like yeah. there's something else you're giving up. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about that. We've talked about our careers whenever you're in LA or like whenever we've hung out and caught up, uh-huh. we're always kind of reminiscing, not reminiscing and we're also thinking ahead like what are you doing how is everything going with acting classes things like that and those cost something whether that's money or time and you know you're rehearsing on something and you also make content which is a very very time consuming Mm -hmm. and mind consuming job right 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 so you have a whole other like version of FOMO which is the numbers comparison yeah for sure even though I feel like everybody has a numbers comparison situation right 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 how many followers do I have how many likes did I get Uh what's my percentage like how many people looked at my Instagram story yeah yeah it's crippling really and I mean just to be like very straightforward it seems like what this whole podcast is about is that it's just I'm in a place right now too which is like I'm so sick of the numbers right now I just um I'm trying to. It's really, really hard mentally and emotionally. It's it's been getting to me mm-hmm. where I, I feel like I'm defined by my numbers or mm-hmm. like how many views. Like I'm letting other people decide how good my content is. Yeah. I mean, to a certain extent, like if it, if you're uploading something or whatever you put out, you know, is for the the viewers are gonna have something to say about that. Right. But I'm also just trying to be. In, in a place where if I am content with what I put out, mm-hmm. if there's something that I put out and I, and I am genuinely proud of how it turned out, then then I'm going to leave it at that. Right. There's always room to grow. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. There's always room. I could have... There's always a way that you could have done something better. You could have made a video a little bit funnier, etc. However, if I'm pleased with it, I'm trying to come to a place where I'm just like, 
like good job and that's yeah. it and I, I don't care how little or many views it gets or likes or comments um, just just being content with that is I think is a good start that's amazing I think that's very mature and that's it's I'm it might be a lifelong battle yeah, honestly sure. it is yeah, like yeah, yeah, it you is. know you could become Dave Chappelle or Jim Carrey you know what I mean uh, like you can make and you're, there'll still be somebody that you're looking like at the, that like the oh, you, yeah. they got that gig or mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. you know and the bigger you get the higher the standards are set too right. so it's just it really is never ending it's like it's, it's all about perspective and it's like so we have a long road of, of torture <laughs> <laughs> to look forward to is yes, what we're saying yes. but yeah and I mean so the numbers thing that's that's it's not even just the numbers, but I guess it's the frequency too, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to look at a lot of different things in like a data aspect. Yeah. Because it's not just concepts. Like we feel this feeling of I'm missing out. Yeah. I'm not at that event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look cuter than me. They got so many more likes on their mm-hmm. selfie mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like, oh, they got so many. It's like on such a granular level yeah. and such an obvious level. Yeah, yeah, I think that's sure. what the numbers, like that's the story that it tells. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Sure. And so there's so many ways that you feel like you're missing out. Either that you just don't, you don't either live up to a certain standard or like you're, you're kind of like lesser than compared to X, Y, or Z. It, it, exactly. And also you were not at that place with those people or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And the thing is like, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's so many, it's so situational, whether it's like your personal friends or celebrities. Celebrities is a whole nother, is a mm-hmm. whole nother topic it, because celebrities, it just paints this picture where like on their stories, especially with like, I don't have Snapchat, but I mean, I know like Snapchat was like the original with like the stories and that paints a whole nother picture with like, it's just this more than life ask picture of, right you know it's, it's, it's just it's, people make it out to be more than it is right and um i really it, i think it's very dangerous for you know mental stability yeah and just on like an emotional level too and um it just it builds like an inferiority complex perfect thank you yeah i really think it does. you hit the nail on the head that's I think that's what I was looking like. (laughs) It was on the tip of my brain. I was like, it makes uh, like, yes, insecure, but inferiority complex. Absolutely. Okay. And the funny thing is, well, like we compare too because you live in Atlanta. And one of the last things we talked about in our conversation was like, oh, you're like, I want to be out in L.A. Yes. yes, And I'm in L.A. (laughs) And I moved there from San Francisco. And I know the feeling because I didn't. I lived in San Francisco. So it was like. You know, just an hour flight uh-huh. above. So I'm like looking down at LA all the time. Right, right. And there's definitely that feeling of, oh, that's where everything is happening. Mm. Or whether that's LA or New York or yeah, sure. Paris or London, right. whatever. You're like, that's where stuff's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where everyone's meeting people. Yeah. And that feeling is very real. But then having lived there for the last four and a half years, you know, I don't know, to a degree, it's something I work to not resent Mm -hmm. because, again, it just amplified once I got there. Yeah. I have, and that's a stupid thing. I step back and I'm like, I am friends with some of the most amazing people that I've looked up to for many years. I'm very fortunate. Why do I feel like I'm getting shafted somehow? Uh Like, that's so Uh petty. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very self-critical. Are you? I am. I'm I'm very self-critical and, um, I mean... Critical is a better word. Okay. I because I like to use I shouldn't, but I like to use the word like I'm very pessimistic with myself. Okay. And I'm very like hard on myself, and I like I'm always. I, one of my biggest issues that I, I tackle with is is comparison. Mm-hmm. I compare myself to everyone. Yeah. Because um, we see all the good qualities that we like in ourselves, you yep. know, and I and I see that to an extreme. Yeah. And, like the tiniest of things, I'm like. I don't. I say this lightly. Like I'm like it's like almost someone's not allowed to be funnier than me. 
And I, 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 I say that, <laughs> but real. I say that, but like, I don't actually mean it. And I, I'm not like this. But that's just something that drives yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not self-absorbed to the point where like I'm the fun- I have to be the funniest guy in the room. But like just being like a comedian where like if I I really really respect and if, I, if someone's just na- naturally funny, mm-hmm. that's what I look for. Mm-hmm. If someone's just really naturally funny, they're not the room, trying. And I'm like, "Wow, that, I love that. Mm-hmm. I want that so bad." And some people have told me, "Oh, no, no, you are." But I'm like, "But no, that person, mm-hmm. like that person is is so genuinely funny and mm-hmm. like, man, I'm so like Happy and envious of that, right. of that trait, you know? Right. No, I feel that 100% all For the sure. time. And the thing is that it depends on who you are as a person, too. I feel like not everybody cares about socializing and going out, partying, yeah, sure. whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And maybe, you know, I you, I'm, I can be materialistic in a different way. Like, right. I don't care as much about maybe, like, a car or whatever. But, like, my friends get to travel so much. Mm. Like, I've traveled a lot, too. See, again, it's a comparison thing. Like, if I look at the data... I've traveled a lot, right, a right, lot, right, right, and right. I've been able to do amazing things for my job. Right. But then, as I experience it, I'm also aware of like the ugly side and the exhaustion, and you know the couch surfing and like the less than pristine yeah, yeah, yeah. reality uh, of that travel. Mm-hmm. But again, we're all looking at each other's highlight reels. So I'm like, I'm not going to Greece. I'm going to like Kansas City, Missouri, which right. by the way is really great barbecue. So it's not like it's a bad thing, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, oh, oh, they got you got to Santorini. And the thing about like, especially with like stories is, um, it, like you say, I just want to touch upon like the feeling of being lesser than. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true because you see someone else's story and, and mind you, it's even worse than if it's a group setting. Yeah. If it's a group setting, I think it even paints the picture more. It's like, Wow, like I'm alone. Yeah, you know, and then the, the more people are in that in that group, they all thought to invite all those mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, in that group mm-hmm, exactly, and not me. Exactly, exactly, and but and, not me because <laughs> I'm I'm really bad with like being alone. Like I I don't like being alone. If I spend like a whole day by myself, uh, like at home, mm. I feel like I just waste the day. I feel like I'm doing nothing with my life. It's like it's stupid. It's bad. Um, See, don't be so hard on I yourself. know, I know, I am. <laughs> but this is like, but it's just like. It's just oh like what am I doing? But like I should be out doing something. And I'm like I'm young, I'm vibrant. Right, I should have a right? social life. And, like the thing is like it's just a reminder. It's, like it's okay to just chill out once in a while. It's okay to just kind of relax. So you don't have to go to every social event. And like like you were saying in our conversation earlier this week, you don't have to go to every happy hour. You don't have to go to every you know, event. You know. And, and I said that it's in my last podcast episode. For sure. Like I hated happy hour because. I don't like alcohol (laughs) or like I didn't get the same kick out of it, but I would go because of FOMO. Mm -hmm, I would mm -hmm, go to mm -hmm. a lot of events because I was like, I need to be there. If I'm not there, the cost of that is too unbearable, which, you know, it it comes in different waves to different people. That to me as somebody like it's very painful to be honest about that because I am a I am a critical person. Uh It's embarrassing. I'm just like, wow, how sad are you? Like. But because like the cool people are the ones not, who don't care. Yeah. They're like, I don't care. But, do but, but they do too, and like I that's know. that's the misconception. Don't lie. You know? Like yeah, you're not that cool. Come on, like even the coolest of cools, they care. I know. Like Beyonce's like, oh dang. The coolest they, of cools are go? thinking about how cool they have to be around. You know how natural. Maybe they have to be, you know I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they have their moments. Okay, right? you know like maybe it's not as like look, look at the data. Maybe but, it's not like as frequent, <laughs> but it's there. But I like I but I think it's the relate relatability that hits home because a lot of people don't really talk about it, but it's so true. Yeah, especially in this day and age, and um, 
Yeah, I mean, can I? Okay, I I really want to talk about something. This could be. I don't. It, it, it you falls say whatever line. you want to say. This could honestly be one like another topic for you. Okay. Like a whole another episode. Maybe. I'm cool with that. But Every podcast he, turns into ten more. This is an issue that I've noticed. Um. Um. What's what, oh my gosh? What's the word? Uh, introvert is okay. a new extrovert. That's what I've been noticing. What do you mean, introvert is a new extrovert? It's it's cool to be introverted in that. It's cool to proclaim that you're an introvert. That that topic has come up quite a bit. We had I had a podcast episode with my friend Melly. Oh yeah, where she goes very detailed into the mind of an introvert Uh and how much she struggles with X Y Z. And I don't see. I don't know. Like the I'm see. I'm an extrovert at heart. Uh-huh. Um, everyone has I think everyone has Like a little bit of both Absolutely you know, Absolutely But the thing is like My bone to pick Is like I really don't On behalf of like Introverts Not that I can speak for them But I really dislike As an extrovert That people A lot of extroverted people Are like It's, it's suddenly cool To be an introvert Not saying that Being introverted Is not cool It never was not cool But they're it's it, They're painting it out To be this like Mysterious Like whatever thing That they want to be Introverted When they're actually not but then they're like they're posting about oh oh yeah I'm introverted I like uh, I go to bed at seven a.m. and they're and they're liking these pictures at one in the morning, you know it's yeah. it's, it's contradictory and like and <laughs> I just don't like that a lot of these people are trying to proclaim it's it's the new like hipster thing to uh, introvert is like the new hipster thing like if you're genuinely introverted then that's fine but like if you're not stop trying to like pose as as if you are Absolutely Because you know? a lot of introverts Like really There's a lot of struggles That come with it For sure Absolutely like, It's not genuine, It's not genuine an easy struggles. way To like in, have to Like you have to work so To interact with others So stop downplaying it Yeah is what, is what I'm trying to say Well I feel like It's funny what you're hitting And maybe this is like Something I See I don't feel like I'm that much older than you But maybe it's something That is honestly A little bit different By, by the decades I uh-huh. do think that There is a shift That happens when You honestly get more tired yeah. You Like You're, you're priorities just change where like you know you get married have kids all these other things you have a mortgage things like that you just don't have enough time but i feel like in general there are there are certain themes that i think like high school never ends like that doesn't stop past a certain age there people will continuously be trying to be something that they're not and i think in general posing for anything Mm. right that's a general statement i think over is is annoying yeah it's frustrating to be like Stop trying to make that cool. Like it can be cool just to be you, and then right. you're like you're trying to you're trying to manipulate something right, right, right. for your for your own coolness. Mm-hmm. That to me sounds like in jet and like old any anyone of any age can do that. But it sounds like a very juvenile thing to do. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying to make the next trend. And the thing is, is like I do. I do agree with most of the topics of like you know especially like with millennials and generation y and z and like a lot we get a lot of we get a lot of flack for you know putting on a mask and putting up a front and like being fake or not being real and to an extent I do agree um but one thing that kind of bothers me about that when other people say that or particularly like the older generation uh, uh-huh. just like that's all we care about is like we put on our mask we're very fake generation the thing is like, I think it's it's a coping mechanism too yeah um, especially because arguably we're the most exposed generation exactly you know, in this digital age I think it's I think it's a very smart to a degree it's it, a very smart necessary it is I think I think mode. it's a nec- I really think it's a necessary we don't have you to put out all your stuff yeah, out exactly. there? Yeah, exactly. And I think, to an extent, it is a defense mechanism. That's just like on... I'm just trying to, you know, like, defend... You know my age group and just my. I defend like, as, too as much know, as I as much as I because you there's know there's always two sides. Through absolutely because I criticize my parents' generation like the baby exactly, boomers, uh-huh. 
And we've had to kind of deal with being the children of that. Right, right, right. And I know that they experienced their own version of FOMOs. They just were not exposed to as much as we were. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure that they had exactly the same feelings. Yeah. I feel like... And I think that there are a lot of older people that can commiserate, like, oh my gosh, because you hear it all the time. I'm so glad I'm not a young person right now because it is really, it has its own unique set of challenges. Mm -hmm. Being exposed, being so up in everyone's business all the time is just like the level of comparison that you would naturally experience Mm -hmm. in like a regular world sans social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like times a million now. Yeah. Literally, I don't think that's an exaggeration. I think it could be at <laughs> least like times a thousand is safe to say yeah, yeah. compared to how it used to be 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The level of, of, of notification and exposure to everybody else's life, yeah. everyone else's highlight reel. Where are you at? How much money are you making? <laughs> You're assessing that through what are you doing with your time? Yeah. What are you wearing? Yeah. What car are you driving? Exactly. Who are you kicking it with? And when you kick it with them, what are you eating? What are you drinking? And like that's what we're bombarded with yeah, all the for time sure, for sure. so I think it's totally fair and I feel like I'm learning from you too because like you keep me young Jun um, <laughs> you're not even that old I know I know not. I know. I feel old trust me though because when I'm around um, like so I, I I'm around because of collaboration I was around a lot more like 18 to 30 sure, year olds uh-huh. and like when I'm around college students I'm simultaneously like exhausted by them, uh-huh. but also really inspired because yeah. on the flip side of what you're saying in terms of being the most exposed, uh-huh. I also feel like millennials and it, it gives a an advantage if we choose to make it an advantage that we're the most self-aware generation. Okay. Yeah. I think like the BS barometer uh-huh. is very strong because we see so much. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. identify uh-huh. right, 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 fake... Right, right, right. Nonsense, just like that. A lot like easier, that. in my opinion. I think that's true. I, I actually didn't think about that. That's very interesting. Yeah. So like, you can see something, and you can kind of like gravitate towards it. There's something about it that you're gonna be like, that's real. Mm-hmm. When you see real, you see that it's real because you see so much fake. Right. You see a lot of people posing. Right, right, that's right. my flip. That's my counter argument. That's my I think a pro that I think we all need to kind of take into you know our awareness, even talking about FOMO because. That's going to be something that's not going away. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is to, like, vent about it, but yeah. also, like, how do we deal with it, right? Right, right, right. right. So this last weekend, um, Collaboration Empower uh, Atlanta, yes. they held the first ever Empower Creative Leadership Conference, which um, we started in L.A. and we did for three years. And June came out last November yes. and, like, co-hosted with me. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, we had so much fun, learned a lot. And that's really for... it's. Focus on Asian Americans trying to get into the entertainment industry, but we're open, like had a lot of different people come through. So Atlanta just held the first ever Empower event outside of L.A., and it was a whole different batch of people, you know what I mean? And that's what is so refreshing mm-hmm. because it's creative people, diverse people. It yeah. definitely wasn't all Asian. Yeah. There were black people, white people, everybody. Like, it was really dope. And one of the big topics, like, they made a whole panel about was about self-care. Mm-hmm. And one of the big topics within that topic was FOMO mm. and comparison. Mm. How much we feel we are not doing what we need to do professionally. Mm. We're not making enough money yeah, or we yeah. didn't strategize right. That person's doing it better. They branded it better. <laughs> right, right, I'm not right. working enough hours yeah. or whatever, right? And so that was 
very, I mean, you could feel the vibe in the room. Everybody was just like nodding yeah. and like, yes. It just felt like a, like a sermon. Yeah. <laughs> like Take me to, to church. Yes. Man. Preaching to the choir. Right? People were letting out sighs because we're giving each other space to oh, be like, yeah, sure. I feel you. Of course. Even that was like helpful for people to be like, yeah, yeah. even the most successful people feel that. And I think that, I mean, like, you know how in relationships they say communication is you know, number one, it's mm-hmm. the most important thing. But I think in just, like, life, too, um, that's why even with, like, media, when used correctly, it can be such a powerful, yes. empowering thing. Absolutely. And that's why these kinds of conversations are necessary and helpful because people oftentimes forget in the, in the lens of media that everyone's still human at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of these people still experience the same things. And... We're shocked when we talk about something like FOMO that everyone experiences, even like on different levels of life. It's like, oh, I experienced FOMO. So like, what, what, you too? Like, you know, as you? If, yeah, like as How if it's like it's a friend. That? Exactly. So like, that's you're queen. What, <laughs> like, it's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I think that's what you know. Just when when someone when it's relatable and just like more authentic and genuine, it just. That's a great start in dealing with it. It's mm-hmm. step one, knowing that you're not alone. Yeah. In any battle of any addiction or any struggle, yeah. is knowing that you're not I'm alone. I'm not the only one exactly. experiencing that. Yeah. yeah. For sure. That's literally why I wanted to make this podcast episode because, you know, I get a lot of really great feedback. And the FOMO is coupled, I think, a lot with imposter syndrome, which is another thing that yeah. I've talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I get caught up in my FOMO and I get caught up in, like, all the things I'm not doing or the money that I don't uh-huh. have, or whatever uh-huh. trips I'm not taking it sucks and it's very like you said it's very dangerous and it's very toxic because it's minimizing the stuff that I am doing sure and it's like that attitude that mindset of like of gratitude you you are not able to be grateful because you're too busy feeling sorry for yourself <laughs> or feeling sad you know yeah. whatever and I'm sorry for it but just yeah. like lonely yeah, yeah, yeah. and anxious or depressed or like mm-hmm. isolated mm-hmm. And that's that's really unfortunate, and I really feel for anybody who feels that way. And I also call us all out in that we got to actively fight that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I don't want to. I don't want at the end of the day my life to be to be mainly impacted by that. If FOMO exists, fine, I'll deal with it. But if that's the driving force of what I do, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. What do you think? I agree because it's. I mean, the foundations are all wrong. First off, right? You know. Um, Cause you're like you're what's in your mind is a negative thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. trying to be left out. I'm not trying to exactly, exactly. And it's just it's just coming, it's starting off on the wrong foot. And like especially with this year, one thing that I'm really trying to work on a lot is the power of um, perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a choice in any situation, no matter how bad, to look at it a different way. Yeah. And you, 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 like, that's like the one thing, because in this day and age, we feel like we don't have no control of anything. Yes. And perception is the one thing that we have full control over. Mm-hmm. And no matter how crappy of a situation, I'm not trying to undermine any tough situations that people are going through currently right now or have gone through. And even personally in my own life, a lot of dark things that have happened where I'm still dealing with till this day for years and years, but it's like knowing that I have a choice in how to look at it mm-hmm. I have a choice in how to respond um, respond in response is I think it's very um, acknowledgement is like step one but mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you said that because not a lot of people actually respond take yeah. that take the next over like okay like actually taking action right you know? how am I going to deal with it right, right. and a very common thing and I've dealt with that too is not dealing with it you just kind of shove it aside yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or I just react yeah. And I feel like reacting is different than responding. Responding, I feel like, has some more intention behind it. Yeah. Reacting is just like, 
when I think of my reaction, I think of <laughs> it's a pretty bad one, like either rage or just like crying and falling apart. <laughs> so we're working on that. Right. I think I've gotten a lot better, but yes, I think you have hit on some major, majorly important points. And the fact that if we kind of embrace it and take it for what it is and then mm-hmm. take perspective on that, yeah. the fact that maybe that's what I'm really just kind of accepting. It'll always be there. I'm always going to be a little bit envious of like, oh, dang, that looks mm-hmm, so fun. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. But I'm going to also counter it yeah. by like, yo, I'm proud of myself that I worked on my acting craft sure. uh-huh. versus going out spending money. Yeah. Like, I'm good with that. And the thing is, like, yay. and to balance off that too, even if you're not being super proactive it's just learning how to live with it and cohabitate with it and just being okay that right. you're not there you're not you're not doing what they're doing or just being content yeah with just like okay they're doing my thing i'm doing my thing whatever yeah um the encouraging part is like okay how can i like maybe like how can that push me or motivate me motivate to like me if exactly. i want to be better do but better also whatever. being content that even if maybe you're not like okay that's fine yeah that's okay you know? i probably have said this will smith i quote will smith a lot <laughs> don't care because i love a lot of things that come out sure. of his mouth uh-huh. but he said uh he had the analogy where his dad uh, took him to build a wall, right? Like lay bricks to uh-huh. build a wall. Uh-huh. And he said, your job is not to build a wall. Yeah. Your job is to lay the brick. You do everything one thing at a time. Uh, like you can't, you can't like think of everything so big yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just got to be here right. and lay this brick perfectly. You keep doing that like as best as you can, perfectly as best as you can. And if you keep laying those bricks well, you'll get a wall eventually. True. You know, you build and like everything's a work in progress. True. So as much as I can, you know, rag on whatever the circumstances, A, that's also within my control to have perspective, to have maturity, yeah. to exercise my own perspective that I learned over and over and over again. Who, wherever you are at in life, you know, sometimes it feels like insanity because you're like having to go through. Yeah. You're like, I, I learned this five exactly. years exactly. ago exactly. and here I am again. Right. You know, I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not unimportant, but I feel like it right now. Yeah. I feel like crap. Yeah. Um, sometimes we just got to keep learning those lessons, you know, in our different versions. And it all goes towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love what you said. And do you have any other tips of like how you deal with FOMO? I think, um, yeah, I mean, just like little last words is um, it really starts with like not being jealous, mm-hmm. you know, because you have... It's, it's good to be, you know, happy for someone. But like when it starts to get jealous to the point where like you you're not content with like your life yeah. just because like they're whatever you're it's saying not cute. especially from an actor's uh, standpoint mm-hmm. like I know like you and I can relate where we we, we experience FOMO I, I know I have but I'm assuming you have but when you see stuff like it's, it's a dichotomy of like you're really happy for this person but you're also like FOMO we're like Aquafina, Crazy Rich Agents Constance Wu like Jamie Chung all these people like they're doing amazing 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 things you're like you see, I'm not oh like you're like oh, <laughs> oh crap or even like with me the content creators mm-hmm. I see other content creators a lot of like my mutual friends in LA that are like really really killing it mm-hmm. I watch these videos I'm like oh that's awesome but like I have FOMO too and I'm like it's okay like I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress like you said like we were talking about and yeah, I guess my one thing for myself, like one thing I want to remind myself is like, like there's no reason to be jealous because mm-hmm. we all have our assets, we all have our strengths. Yeah. And one thing I love to tell people is, everyone has something about them mm-hmm. that the person next to them is like, I really wish I had that. Right. Every single person has right. something, if right. not multiple things. Right. You know. So that's just. My I little. genuinely believe in the the different kinds of people I've been able to meet through collab and like my career and all that. 
and, and acting, whatever. Like I've met so many different people, and every person I met, mine's like a handful. I've genuinely found something that I yeah. think is incredible. Even actually, people I don't like very much. Yeah, there's yeah. something about them that I'm like, wow, I really do like and respect that. And I think if we can remember that everyone's a person, yeah. and we look for the good, and then remind ourselves of that, it takes away from jealousy. Yes. You can find a way to be happy for other people, yes. and then you know maybe turn like. Move into a space where it's not jealousy, but you're inspired. Yes, you're yes, motivated. Yes. Those are good things. It's a good word. Yes. You know, like sharp, sharp and sharp. Like you yeah. get better yeah. and better. Yeah. Um, and that's good to grow and to push yourself. For sure. Um, also, one other strategy, and this is this might be a temporary thing, but I honestly, a, I turned off a lot of my notifications mm, on a lot of yeah, stuff for sure because. I just, a, I don't have that much time and it uh-huh. was, it was triggering me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you have things that you can like concretely do, like turn off notifications for certain apps, if they're, it's not bringing you joy, if it's not making your life better, you don't need to know what everybody thinks on Twitter all the time. Yeah. You can go on Twitter, like I'm saying you have to close your account, but you don't have to get updated anytime somebody says something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not to be like, not to sound like an Apple fanatic, but they just re, uh, um, Oh yeah, they with did iOS something. 12, there's, there's a thing called screen time. I got that. You can literally limit your time spent on certain apps, and like it'll, I even like fiddle with it. I got a notification yeah, right? saying <laughs> you spent. Da, da, da. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, oh damn! Oh no! But um, yeah, out of sight, out of mind is is very real. I unfollowed people. Like I felt honestly a little bit petty and guilty about that. But there are certain people. For different reasons, yeah. not just like I was jealous of yeah, them. Yeah. I was. There are people I'm legit <laughs> jealous of. I'm not <laughs> above saying anything. Right, right. But there are people that I felt that I needed to know what was like. But right? I, I found I had to like sit and be like, does this make my life better uh-huh. or is it making me triggered? And so for a period of time, like a year or two, like I unfollowed them. I just like if you need to do what's right for you so you're not overwhelming yourself. <laughs> Don't do it. Like help yourself. And don't don't be scared to make those tough choices like Minji, like some of those choices that Minji had to do, you know. And I mean I commend you for that. Like I, that's yeah. It was it was a little bit like, and like oh. a lot of listeners might be listening by be like, are you really like making this like you unfollow someone? Okay, like I'm dealing with real problems. But you know what I mean? But like it can be real things. They, but, it can be very triggering, honestly. Yeah, it, it really is. And like so this applies to a lot more, you know. Because I would see that my friends, like girlfriends of mine, have talked about that about frenemies or like girlfriends that are in, who getting married or having children. It can honestly, if you're not in a good place, it can really mess with like your sense of being okay with like, where you're what at. What is it with us? like continuing to keep up with people that we know are not good for us or that we don't even like like but we keep up with them just to see what they're up to yeah almost as if we're waiting for their downfall and it, and it that comes, happens it too. comes back to your own insecurity right you know that's something that that's like that's a you thing that's a me thing in either case it's still pro it's making a bad feeling yeah, exactly. prosper it's, it's in not, your mind yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah I, it's not that's good. very good that's real because <laughs> I, I i say I that feel, i feel seen <laughs> i feel so i say that so confidently because like, i i've found myself in situations like that. I'm like oh what am You're I like, doing did their view can't yeah, go down <laughs> I feel grimy I'm like oh I don't feel good about that's like, so real oh, though I, I commend you for that that's Thank real you. I mean it's not a it's not a good thing to like wish for someone's but but I'm in, I you know, I challenge you if you have not felt that about somebody. Right, exactly. You're like, oh, they're going through a divorce. Oh, that sucks. Cheers. <laughs> God, this is it's over. It's so awful. petty. Okay, next podcast episode next is petty of petty, petty of petty. Petty, <laughs> petty on petty. Starring petty. June. And Starring Minji. June and Minji inviting the rest of the world to chime in. Yeah, I get hella petty. Right. But those are things that, again, I'm not that proud of, but it's honest and 
I thank you, June, for sitting in this car with me. Thank you. Thank you. On this wonderful night in Atlanta to talk about FOMO because if anybody understands you out there, listeners, it's us. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And we're not judging, but we also encourage you, (laughs) at least I do, well, I think June does, we encourage you to work on it. Everyone's a work in progress, and I honestly feel like I'm leaps and bounds better than I was even like a couple years ago. Meditation helps. You know, like work on yourself, get fit. Like, I don't know. And noticing that growth is a growth in itself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Treat yourself. Like, acknowledge you're doing yes, good. Yes. It's all good. Um, June, you're wonderful. Thank you so much. This was great. You're going to keep doing great things. Thank you. Thank you. You keep making people laugh. Thank you for making people laugh. <laughs> I mean, you do that because you enjoy making people right. entertained uh-huh. and have a good time. So mm-hmm. that's what counts the most. And, you know, God bless your Korean mom skits. <laughs> We've done them together too. Right. But uh, where can people find you? Yeah, so you guys can find me at Junli Comedy, J O O N L E E, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and yeah, that's that's where you can find me. I legit showed Kenji the video of you dancing in front of your microwave, <laughs> like the view that my food sees. And I showed him that and I was oh, like, dude. this is how I am. He's like, you never like that in front of me. I was like, <laughs> I was like we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're just not there yet. <laughs> but I showed him. I was like, this is me when I'm yeah. by myself. Thank so. you so much, Minji. I mean, yeah, thank you for having me. This was great. By the way, my brother's a big fan of you. Hi. Especially when this was like all like when you found me. <laughs> <laughs> she, I owe so much to Minji. I owe Minji a lot. But um, like he's he's listened to some of your podcasts with a collab podcast. And he's like, man, I really like this Minji girl. Thank like you, you. I think you guys are around like the same age. But I have an older Shout brother, out but. to June's brother. Yeah, so he's a, oh, he's to a your chong. Yes. yes, he's my hound. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. No, I'm like still baffled that people listen to this. Yeah. I just I want to talk about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the point, right? This is what I'm mad about this week. Um, oh, and I haven't done my, my Supreme Court one, but that's coming <laughs> up later. Um, but in any case, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And shout out to my Patreon patrons for helping support me and making this podcast possible. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com slash first of all podcast. And thank you to Marvin Yue, my audio engineer and producer. You the bomb. And shout out to Aquafina who provides Yellow Ranger for the intro outro of this this podcast yeah. my life <laughs> and congratulations on hosting SNL you killed it it was I was emotional that was amazing and as if it couldn't get any better it keeps <laughs> on getting better mm-hmm. uh, you can find first of all on Apple Podcasts Google Play Stitcher Radio Public and anywhere you find podcasts and I am a proud member of the Potluck Podcast Collective which is a collective of Asian American storytellers thank you guys for tuning into this episode of first of all and if you enjoyed this and you don't want your friend to feel FOMO? Share the episode. Ooh, you know what I mean? Yes, call to action. Call to action. Share the episode. Um, it's been really fun hearing the stories of like, hey, you need to listen. To this. Right. Um, feels a little weird self-promoting, but still. <laughs> no, no, no shame. No shame. Um, yeah. So, and also please subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.